everybody, welcome to the X Report. I'm Raven X, and we have a very special segment for you guys today. Like we do every year, it is time for the fantasy football guide. And when I say we, of course, it's not just me, it's Biggie, aka Ethan Tate, aka Titans fan. Who look on one of my teams, I drafted AJ Brown, so he got to have a good year. I hope so. Much like Julio and other great talents, we are going to spend the, some time breaking down some of the best uh, players to draft and others you should be looking out for. Of course, these categories are per usual broken down. Safest player, players with the biggest bust potential, um, big sleeper picks, and rookies to watch. And then this year we've added a new one courtesy of Ethan. Uh, players to stash. Slash will come up in the clutch. This category is more so for dynasty players, but also, like I said, provides players that can give you a bit of a boost um, in situations of injuries. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and kick things off with the category of safest player. And of course, we start off with quarterback. Ethan, who is your safest quarterback to draft? And then just a couple of uh, backups. Yeah, I'm going A-Rod as my safest quarterback. And then some backups, Tom Brady, just because Tom is going to be Tom. And then Patrick Mahomes. All right, running back for me. This is where I see Nick Chubb. The offense pretty much runs through Nick Chubb in Cleveland, and I don't really see that changing, barring any, um, barring some injuries, knock on wood, that take place. And then other candidates, Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. For me, this is where I have Alvin Kamara. Just like you say, the Dolphins runs through him. But he also adds the element of being a good pass catcher. Other options are Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry. All right, wide receivers, who you got? Wide receivers, I'm going with DeAndre Hopkins. And secondary options are Tyreek Hill, which is, for me, surprising. But I think he'll be a good, safe option. And um, Devontae Adams. Yeah, my top guy will say Devontae Adams. As long as Aaron Rodgers is on the field, Devontae Adams is going to get his targets. And because of the talent that he is, he's going to get his catches too. Um, and then with regards to other candidates, I'm going to say DeAndre Hopkins and Allen Robinson. Tight ends, for me, this is where I will put Travis Kelsey. I mean, Tyree Kill is a bad man, but we also know that Travis Kelsey is a bad one too. And he's going to make his plays. And then um, some backup options, TJ Hawkinson and Mark Andrews. For me, this is where I have Travis Kelsey also, and backup options are Darren Waller and George Kittle. All right, so moving on to kicker. If you got kickers, you got. I'm all ears, but if not, I got mine. The only kicker I have is Justin Tucker. That's fair. Yeah, Justin Tucker's my top guy. And then I have Harrison Bucker from the Chiefs, and then Will Lutz um, out of uh, the Saints as a backup. All right, defenses. Who you got? Um, for me, defenses I have the Los Angeles Rams as my safest option. Other options are the Washington football team and the Chicago Bears. Wow, okay. Uh, for me, I'm going to go the Baltimore Ravens. Ball defense is a pinnacle in Baltimore. I don't see that changing this year. Um, other candidates being the New England Patriots and then the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
All right, moving on to the next category of players with the biggest bust potential. These are the players who, while they may seem good on paper, while they could have a big year, you also have to worry that they won't be able to produce. So starting off at quarterback for me, this is where I'm putting Ben Roethlisberger. Like I, If you listen to this week's episode of the podcast, I mentioned that he could be trying to go out on a blaze of glory. It may be hard to do that with the brand new offensive line, new run game, a whole lot of new going on in Pittsburgh. I will, he's a guy I'd be pretty cautious about drafting. Uh, under Other candidates being Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan. For me, I have Cam Newton simply because I think he's on borrowed time in New England. I think sooner rather than later, it's going to be Mac Jones and show. And my other options are Jalen Hurts and Baker Mayfield. All right, running backs. For me, running back, I have. Hmm. I'm not going to lie. I have. I know I put him in my category of my safeties, but I'm going to double him. I have actually, I actually have Derrick Henry. And the reason I say this is because I know that the Titans offense is working him in the past, but now that they have so many weapons in place, I think that his workload won't be the same that he's been in the past. And by plus, I think he's still going to have a good season, but he's not going to have like an amazing season that we've seen from in the past two years. Um, I think my other candidates are Zeke and Saquon. All right, mine is going to be Miles Gaskin um, of the Miami Dolphins. While he may not be a guy that you think you would draft, once you get to those middle rounds and you need another running back or, or flex, Gaskin could be one of those guys. I would probably steer clear of him. I know that the Dolphins really haven't done much at running back, which means that he should see a lot of carries, but the explosiveness really just is not there. So I would be, it would be a hard pass for me. Um, other candidates being Joe Mixon and Austin Eckler. Now, for wide receiver, this one is going to hurt me. But it's for a reason. And I said Justin Jefferson is a guy I'd be wary of. Not, I would still totally draft him, but you just have to take into account that defenses are going to be able to figure him out more. I think that you have to take also factor in, you know, Kirk Cousins, what's he going to be able to do behind a new offensive line. While Justin Jefferson, I think, will still have a solid year, you have to worry that he may not be the 1,400-yard receiver that he was a year ago. Yeah, I'm in the greatest with Justin Jefferson for everything that you stated. I also think that he's just not going to – he's going to be a guy that's not going to surprise teams anymore. He's not a rookie. He's an established player that people have film on and they're going to lock in on him. Yeah, and, oh, by the way, forgot to say him. Um, what I meant uh, to add in uh, as guys are um, Darryl, Darnell Mooney and Nelson Aguilar are my other candidates. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar is one of mine. And for me, I think – Fair enough. All right, let's go ahead and move on to tight ends. Who you got? Um, I'm going to say Mark Andrews simply because I know it's hard to say, but I think that teams are going to be so focused in on him because they know they don't. There's so many question marks on every other position in um, Baltimore as far as pass catching that I think he's going to have a drop off in numbers. And my other options are, um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Um, Tyler, oh, not Tyler, Zach Ertz, and, um, uh, I keep forgetting names. I'm blanking. I just go with Zach Ertz. 
All right, so I try not to double up with these, but the guy I'm going to say, he's going to come up later. But I'm going to say Kyle Pitts. Um, as a rookie, I mean, while the expectations are there, you really don't know what you're getting out of him. This will be his first NFL action. And we've seen time and time again that when players underestimate the difficulty of the NFL, it comes back to bite them. So I'm going to say Kyle Pitts, um, another couple of guys, Noah Font, and then Logan Thomas. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to kickers. Um, for me, my top guy is Young Way Koo out of Atlanta, mainly just because I don't think Atlanta is going to be scoring as many points as they normally do, and that's going to come back to bite them. Other guys, Greg Zerline and Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah, I have Greg Zerline and Young Way Koo in no response. All right, so defensively, who you got? Got any backups? Not really. All right. For me, this is where I'm going to say the Miami Dolphins. They had a renaissance year last year, really put up some great numbers, especially in fantasy. Uh, it sure helps a lot when you have a cornerback get 10 interceptions. I just don't see them doing the same thing. I think they get quite a – I think they get exploited in this upcoming year. And then other teams, uh, the San Francisco 49ers and then the Los Angeles Rams. All right, moving on to the next category, we got best sleeper picks. These are guys who you may not think of as early draft picks, but guys who can really do some damage for you on your team. Starting off at quarterback, I'm going to have Ryan Tannehill. We talked about it on the show a while ago about him having the potential to be a top 10 quarterback. I think that this is going to be a great year for him, especially having someone like Julio in tow. We saw the great numbers he put up last year with Corey Davis. This could be an even bigger year. And then other guys to look out for, Kirk Cousins and Lamar Jackson. Alright, running backs. Running backs. I'm going to say sleeper pick. Ooh, whoever, um, I'm gonna say Derek Henderson for the um Los Angeles Rams. Uh there Cam Akers is injured, Derek Henderson. I think he's gonna step in, provide a spark, he's a speedster, he can make home run plays. Other options are Mike Davis and um what's he going? All right, so for me, I know I said, guys, you may not draft too early, but Zeke is definitely in that conversation. He may get drafted higher than other guys that we may mention, but I think that this is going to end up being a really big year for Zeke. He wants to redeem himself and prove himself again, be one of the top running backs in the league. And then other guys, Chris Carson and Daryl Henderson. Wide receivers, uh, this is where, as a sleeper, I have Adam Thielen. Um, Adam Thielen is one of those guys who year in and year out, he puts up great numbers. He just, I guess because we're so used to him being great that we don't even really think about it anymore, but he's a guy who can really help you out in terms of fantasy points. And then my other candidates are Marvin Jones and Tyler Boyd. For me, this is where I have um, Calvin Ridley. There's a lot of questions about him stepping into wide receiver one in Atlanta, but I think he's going to get it done. My other candidates are um, Tyler Lockett, 
All right, so tight ends, who you got? Tight ends, this is where I have Anthony Fisker from the Tennessee Titans. And the reason I have him is because a lot of guys are going to be so focused on Julio and AJ on the outside that I think he's going to be able to take advantage of a lot of mismatches across the middle. He's shown that he can be a good receiving threat. Other options are Jimmy Graham and Cole Kimmy. It's actually cool that you mentioned um, Anthony Ferkser because he was actually going to be one of my other candidates. He was a guy who I would definitely hone in on because, like you said, everybody the attention is going to be literally everywhere else. Nobody is going to be thinking about him, which is going to virtually make put him in a perfect situation. Um, so yeah, he will be. He was one of my other candidates, but I'm gonna say Mike Jasicki out of Miami. Um, even with the addition of Jalen Waddle, I'm not necessarily sold on Miami's receiving group. And I think that with Jasicki, he's progressively gotten better. And this could end up being the biggest year of his career. And then another guy is Rob Gronkowski, just because, I mean, Tom's going to find Rob Gronkowski anyway. Um, and then moving on to kickers, my top one is Matt Gay out of from the Rams. And then some backups, Cody Parkey with the uh, Browns. And then Matt Crosby with the Packers. You got any kickers? I don't have all good. All right. Uh, defenses. Who are we sleeping on? I'm going to make a bold statement. I'm going to say the Tennessee Titans. Okay. You got any backups? Um, backups, I will say Miami Dolphins and New England Patriots. Um, I'm going to go the Denver Broncos. It seems like, especially with the new additions to our secondary, this is a very complete unit. And in terms of turnovers, I'm not sure where they're going to come from, but I think that they'll do a good job of keeping teams in checks. Check, I mean, uh, besides, like, of course, the Chiefs. But I don't think too many teams are going to be scoring in bunches against the Broncos. Other candidates being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then the Chicago Bears. All right, so the new category, players to stash slash who can come up in the clutch for you. Starting off at quarterback. Now, mind you, I'm going to say Deshaun Watson, but of course it has to be taken into account the legal troubles. If those are resolved and if they're able to get that taken care of, I think that Deshaun Watson, even if he doesn't play um, early in the season, if he ends up getting traded, or if you are in a dynasty league and you have him going into next year, Deshaun Watson, we all know, is a top five quarterback at worst. He is tremendous, and you're getting a star. Um, other candidates being Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance. For me, uh... All right, moving on to running back. Who you got? Running back, this is where I have um, Josh Jacobs. I know he's probably going to be a higher pick than this, but I think he could be a guy that if you have a team that's heavy on running backs, you could probably potentially stash him or rotate him in throughout the um, course of a season. And other guys, I would say, are Chris Carson and um, – all right, in this instance, this is where I'm going to say Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I know that he's on the Chiefs, and in terms of teams that run the ball, 
they are one of the few teams that if they didn't run the ball at all, they would still be able to drive the ball downfield. With that being said, though, I think that Clyde is bound to have a pretty solid year just because teams aren't going to be focusing on him. And we've shown he's shown games and spurts such as the Bills game that he can really produce when his number is called. So I'm excited to see how that works out for him. Um, some other guys worth noting. Uh, I have J.K. Dobbins. And then this is tough, but I'm going to say Latavius Murray just because I'm not wishing an injury on Alvin Kamara. I hope he stays healthy, but because he's going to be used quite a bit, I mean, you got to have expect Latavius Murray to take a bunch of carries this year. All right, wide receivers. Um, this is where I'm going to say T. Higgins. I think that with what the Bengals are building offensively, they have an opportunity to become a juggernaut. And I really think that um, T. Higgins is one of those guys who can lead the ship. I think he can be one of those guys who plays a big role in that. Even if it's not an immediate thing, I think sometime down the line, he could prove to be a star in his own right. Other candidates, Michael Thomas, we know he's going to miss the rest of the season. I'm not rest, but part of the season. But when he comes back, everybody knows the ball is coming his way. And then DJ Chark. For me, this is where I have DJ Chark. He's a guy that I think he's going to get a lot of looks, especially having a new quarterback. And I also would throw in Darrell Mooney and Jamar Chase. Yeah, Def, most Def. All right, moving on to tight ends. Uh, this is where I would put Robert Tunyon for the Packers. I think that he had an explosive year last year um, in Green Bay, proved to be a big uh, target for Aaron Rodgers. And even though the receiving core, let's be honest, they still have its questions, Aaron Rodgers is still going to throw the ball around. And Robert Tunyon is a guy who could get a lot of carries. I mean, receptions. And then my backup guys, I would say Irv Smith and then Dawson Knox. Let's go ahead and move on to the final category. Rookies to watch out for. Starting off at quarterback, who you got? Uh, starting off at quarterback, I have Trey Lance. And I, I think the reason I have Trey Lance is because I think out of all of the quarterbacks, he has the best um he has the best offensive tools around him like he has. George Kittle, he has a pretty decent offensive line. Debo Samuel, when healthy, can be a great playmaker. He has Brandon Ayuk. He can make some explosive plays. So whenever Trey Lance gets on the field, I think he's going to be money. Other options are Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. Uh, now this is where I put Justin Fields. I think that you know while it still is Andy Dalton's time for at least the for a bit, I do think that Justin Fields is still going to see the field. I think that he's a bit too talented to just expect him not to see the field at all in his rookie year. And so because of that, I could see this definitely being one of those things where soon as he gets on the field, he could put up some solid fantasy numbers for you, not just passing the ball but also rushing too. All right, and then um, my other guys were Trevor Lawrence because, I mean, he's got the keys to Jacksonville already, and then Mac Jones. 
Uh, running back, this is where I have Najee Harris. I think that the Steelers could have went in many di different directions this past draft um, in terms of finding a way to make their team better. But instead, they went running back in the first round, which nowadays seems crazy. So I think that the faith that they have in Najee is apparent. They're going to need him especially to help out Big Ben this season. And so, yeah, I think Najee is one of those – he's probably – a rookie skill position player that if I had to draft him in the first round, he would be it. Um, a couple other cats to look out for, Trey Sermon with the 49ers and then Michael Carter with the Jets. Yeah, for me, I have Najee Harris also. Like, pretty much everything that you say, he's the guy that they spent the first round drafting on. He's also one of the guys that just basically fits the type of team that he got drafted to. He fits the piece of bird and still those ways. Um, other guys, All good. All right, so uh, moving on to wide receivers, who you got? Wide receivers, I think starting off, I'm going to have Jamar Chase. I think he's the clear-cut number one wide receiver as far as Ricky off the board. He also is being paired up with his college teammate and Joe Burrow. And then after that, I have um, Jalen Waddle and this guy from Detroit. I cannot pronounce his name. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, same with you for Jamar Chase. So I'm going to go on a different route. I'm going to say Elijah Moore with the Jets. He's received a lot of pop, a lot of um, hype from not just New York media, but current NFL players who are a really big fan of his work. And, I mean, considering the Jets wide receiver core, there's no doubt in my mind that he could find his way into being a starting wide receiver. Um, another one to look at is Terrace Marshall out of Carolina. And then, of course, my boy Amon Ross St. Brown. All right, tight ends. Like I said, I don't like doubling up, but because this year's tight end class was so shabby, I have to. And so, of course, Kyle Pitts is a rookie tight end who I could see getting drafted fairly early, um, especially considering the other rookie tight ends. It's not. It's a pretty low bar um, in terms of expectations, and I think that with Kyle Pitts, you're kind of expecting him to come out and go early. So if the other tight ends are off the board and you're willing to take a chance, he's definitely one of those guys who you could do it for. And then other potential options, I'm sure none of these cats are going to get drafted. But just in case, uh, Tommy Trimble out of Carolina and then Trey McKitty with the Chargers. Yeah, for me, my only pick was Kyle Pitts because, like you stated, the rest of the tight ends in this year's draft has kind of been kind of lackluster. So if you're willing, like you said, if you're willing to take a first a pick on all right, and that is our fantasy football guide. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, please be sure to check out the export.net. I repeat the export.net for school sports content written by yours truly and fellow export writers. Previous episodes of our lovely podcast on our YouTube channel entitled The X Report. Now, just a heads up, we're recording this August 21st. So by the time this comes out, who's to say certain injuries may not take place or some trades or any sort of craziness. So if that happens and when you listen to this, what we said is already outdated, don't worry about it. Just enjoy and just ignore what we said. Uh, Ethan, you got anything you want to add before we close this bad boy out?
And, you know, not to brag, but uh, you are now listening to the winner of the X Report Fantasy Football League. By the way, I believe there's an open spot, so if you're interested, be sure to let us know, and we'll give you all the what you need to know to get into the league. And you can get beat by me and Ethan. You can come get the smoke. But thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great fantasy football season, and good luck.